from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's a Bill King show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You took after getting your butt beat. When you pound on their butt tonight, you think about that. You take every bit of your energy, every fiber in your bowl, and you take it and you beat the piss out of them. I'm talking about beat the piss out of them. Let's go whip their ass. Let's go. Thanks, Coach Brooks. That. I don't care what anybody says. I like you. Doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. Be independent. I like it. That is a hell of a speech right before you're about to go onto the field. No Kev up in Chicago said, Bill, I heard or he saw somewhere where Florida State was negotiating with the ACC to exit. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's what's going on. The most recent that I saw regarding Florida State and their future was Friday afternoon. The Atlantic Coast Conference on Friday asked a Florida judge to press pause on a lawsuit Florida State filed claiming the conference is breaching its contract until a similar case concludes in North Carolina. The ACC and Florida State sued each other in late December to resolve a dispute over what the university would have to pay if it opts to leave the conference. Lawyers for the Seminoles estimate that the school would have to pay $527 million so a half billion, to withdraw from the league and regain control over its media rights, severing a contract that isn't scheduled to expire until 2036. They argued that those feeds are draconian and unreasonable restraints of trade in the state of Florida. The two sides are battling to determine which state court should get to rule on their dispute. The ACC wants the case to play out in North Carolina, where its headquarters are located. Florida State wants the case to be heard on its home turf by the circuit court judge in Tallahassee. The ACC's filing on Friday argues that its grant of rights contract is governed by North Carolina law and that their North Carolina-based lawsuit should take precedence because it was filed first, one day before Florida State submitted its claim to the Florida court. So there you have it. 
that that's the latest, and I don't know if there's anything else happening. Now, l- let's take a look at this. If you're the ACC, and again, I'm on Florida State side here. Let's just make sure there's no misunderstanding. I'm for Florida State here. If you're the ACC, though, you can play the long game. What's the point? There's no rush here. There may be some bad blood. There is, but that's a coveted brand name. That's the biggest brand name in the league based on football. And this is a football-only conversation. Biggest brand name in the league. And... Playing the long game doesn't hurt you at all. It does hurt Florida State. Now, ultimately, if they get out, it doesn't. But if you're Florida State, you would like to expedite this. If you're the ACC, you can absolutely play the long game here, if if need be. Now, do I think eventually, yes, eventually it gets resolved and Florida State's out of that league. I don't think that's even a question mark. I think the question is when and where. That's the question here. When is this going to happen? Next two, three years? Hopefully. Where is the part of the question that's even more up for grabs? Where meaning where are they going to go? The Big Ten and the SEC is now part of a collaboration. Don't think that's the term they're using, but that is a proper term. And they're talking about the future of governance together, divvying up the revenue, all of that is being discussed. I would guarantee you also in those conversations – There's the, hey, couple teams out there that are moving on. Florida State being the most primary brand name out there, other than Notre Dame, which again has shown no interest in being anything but independent. Could that change someday? Anything could change someday. But as of today, they've shown no interest in anything but fierce independence. Rugged individualism. (laughs) And the conversations between the B1G and the SEC have to include... What are we going to do since we're now buddying up? And I do not think this is a big backstabbing thing like the ACC, B1G, and the Pac-12. And that laughable merger thingy they talked about. That was a – I don't think this is a backstab deal. Now, ultimately, yeah, you're one league and the other league is another. But I do think this is built on some mutual reverence and respect. I do. And the conversation may not be worded like this, but hey, what are we going to do about Florida State? What are we going to do? 
if you had the B1G, hey, hey, uh, hey, SEC, we'll work with you on this. Do you want us to plant our flag in Tallahassee, or do you want to go ahead and, and take them? How's this going to work? That's what we do not know. We do not know the where when it comes to Florida State. We do not know the when. We do know, based on our estimation, that they're going to get out of that league. Yes. They are. Topwater Assassin. Hey, Bill, you mentioned how long that guy had been listening to you. Yeah, that was William in the 713. He said, Bill, you've taken me through my 20s, my 30s, and now my early 40s. Topwater Assassin, Bill, you mentioned that guy who talked about how long he'd been listening. I found you on XM when I was working at Coke. I was so miserable in that job. Your show was the only bright spot in my day. Well, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. But, no, I appreciate that. I, uh... Those were some really fun days. Nothing but but really good memories. And what I couldn't understand was I was approached, I think it was October or something, of what would that have been, 03? Had a meeting. And it was just simply, would you host a national show on college football? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it was, yeah. And I remember thinking, and I didn't really think too deeply about it. Why is, why is this not done? And I really didn't want to tell too many people. I just wanted it to kind of just happen. But. When that early January, I don't remember what day it was, something like the 4th, early January, whatever day it was, of 04. And I just remember thinking, this is just, this is, they've handed me the keys to heaven on earth. In my world, in my in my college football fanaticism, right? They've handed me the keys to this thing. Nobody's done it. it. It's it's literally, we just landed our boat on a beach at a place where nobody's been before. And it's the Garden of Eden. Look at the, It's gorgeous. Look at it. It was so much fun. Yeah, you know, and it's led to what we're doing. I mean, it, it's 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 been about well, what would it be? About twenty. We're about twenty years in. Yeah, about twenty years in on that. So much, so much fun, y'all. And the the good thing about it is, as I was progressing. I knew I had to get to that place, right? I had to get to that place. I'm not a local radio guy. I do not enjoy it. I can't fake the interest at in it. I just can't. 
I just can't. I'm not interested. And I want to talk national, built on the foundation of college football every day. I'm not doing the local beat thing. Nothing wrong with that. Every city, that's all they do. Every city in America, that's all they do. And that's good. Hey, more power to you. It is not my thing. I don't like it. I won't do it again. I will get out if that's what I'm supposed to be doing. That will not happen. Now, that will not happen. Al Dog down in Peachtree City. Bill. I coached this young man in youth football for years. He's an unbelievable, hardworking talent on a team full of our stars. He was always the fastest kid on our teams. Baseball has always been number one for him. I'll be rooting for this kid in orange. Shortstop Jay Abernathy. And apparently he's committed to Tennessee, right? Number one ranked. 24 player in Georgia. Yeah, but L-Dog, that kid won't get to campus, will he? A shortstop with a bat like that? And it just shows him here he's batting lefty, but... Yeah, shortstop with a bat like that? And he plays at... Where is he? Oh, North Cobb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plays at North Cobb which is right there in Atlanta and right there where L-Dog presides. Yeah, the the thing, they also have um, in that class a big leaguers kid that I don't, oh, Manny Ramirez's kid, I believe, is, is signed with Tennessee. Now, what are the chances they get him, you can get him to campus without the big bunny I don't know, does the Spires group, would the Spires group put together a Nico deal for for some baseball dudes? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That would. Yeah, L-Dog, tell me, do you think there's, that kid's not going to get to campus, is he? All right, we'll get the break. Balls of Steel, hour number three, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Starting to pick up a little bit more volume just in the last couple of minutes on 24 as you make your way westbound. 24 out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, headed towards Nashville. It does look better now on 840 westbound just past Stewart's Ferry Pike on that earlier crash. It's building just a bit through Hendersonville. Still a little bit lighter than normal, but nonetheless, there's still some uh, volume on Vietnam Vents westbound towards Conference Drive. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. You can check out their menu online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. 
I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King show. Brad, when that news hit, how did you respond? What were your thoughts? I'm always thinking betting first, but from a historical aspect, you know, there used to be debate as far as who the greatest is. It Bear Bryant is it Nick Saban. To me, it's Nick Saban, and I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. I just think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Often imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King. Hey, Charlie, Bo Pelini. Hey, don't screw it up next week now. <laughs> hey, Pat, I believe you also got... Because I think you played it, the LSU clip about the uh, the gorilla. You've got that one again, right? Yeah, go ahead. And this one we lost in the purge, but we got it back. Crazy Charlie sent us some clips that he had saved, and this is one from about oh boy, ten plus years ago. This this one has been around our show for a while. Take a listen. LSU is an eight hundred pound gorilla with a chainsaw for a penis. That one's been around. That one's been on the show for a while. We lost it, and uh, thank goodness we have it back. Yeah, it's back. Perry Mason down in the Orange Groves of America. That would be Lake Placid, Florida. And Perry and family 
Went to Hogtown and watched some baseball this past weekend. Watched Sully and the boys. Actually, they lost the first game, right? I mean, not that February is, is I'm always happy because the season starts, but it's not like you're worrying about. Vanderbilt had a tough time the first two games with uh, Florida Atlantic. I blew them out in game three, but split with them. And actually, in game one, they were down 11-9 to with two outs. If I'm thinking correctly, I was watching that game. And they came back, won the game. Scored three runs, game over. But that can happen, man. That can happen in February ball. Tony Voles lost. They lost Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a pretty good baseball team. Beat Texas Tech, which was a top 20 ranked team, and then took care of Baylor yesterday. But Perry Mason says, Bill, listening to you and Bob in your apartment count as a starting point to listening to you. Good days, my friend. Yeah, that would be that would be back in the either late 80s or 90s you're talking about back then. Yeah, Bob Bell. God rest his soul. Rod Buckeye in Texas says, Bill, the Spires group does not provide money to baseball players. Their excess money is spent on sending top football recruits to visits to Alabama on their private jet. I'd say Tony Voles has some support there. Now, is it going to be to the level of what you would Support the football program with not even close, but I think he's got a little help. Do you think uh, Billy Amick came uh, for nothing? Billy Amick is an absolute beast from Clemson. You think a Cannon Peebles uh, came for a couple of number two pencils? What about Robin Villeneuve, or however you pronounce his name? I'd like to know the story on Skeen's visit to Tennessee. I know he visited Vanderbilt and um, obviously LSU. Wonder how much that cost. Perry Mason, Bill, did you see this big get? Long way to go. See how blue chip Billy replaces traders to free shoes you. Offensive lineman Peyton Joseph tells on three that he is committed to Florida. He's 6'4", 315, and interior offensive lineman from Fort Valley, Georgia. Yeah, Fort Valley, Georgia. L-Dog said, Bill, I talked to his dad a couple of weeks ago. He's talking about the uh, the player, the shortstop down there that he had on his football teams. He said his dad wants to play for Tony Vols. Of course, if he gets top-round money, he would reconsider. But he's not projected to be a top-round draft pick as of now. He's focused on being a Vol. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be very, very interesting. Perry Mason 
said, Bill, they lost the first game Florida did, and the other two were canceled. I did not know that. So they, they weather related. I'm assuming Perry. I'm I'm assuming that situation is uh, because of weather down there. I'm getting questions. Okay, Keon Sab. Keon Sab is from New Jersey. He's a safety at Michigan, and he's in the portal, so he's no longer at Michigan, I guess, technically, or or no longer going to be playing football there, and. He has been mentioned with various schools. Alabama, and I'm getting a lot of questions from Alabama fans. Ole Miss, because Ole Miss in the portal is wicked, as we know. I mean, wicked is a compliment. Georgia has been, Notre Dame's been mentioned. OU, Florida State, the Duckies. Penn State, War Dam Eagle, all of those mentioned for Keon Sab. He's a 6'1", 210-pound safety and considered right now, as far as the available players, one of the best in the transfer portal. Now, there was a... How how can I put this? And maybe one of you guys can uh, confirm or deny this. But there was some talk that he is at least enrolled, I don't know if he's there, at Alabama. Don't know if I can say that is the gospel or not. Yeah, don't know. Pat, I just uh, saw is Wolverine Dan on hold. Okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see Dan. Dan <laughs> for you guys that didn't want to hear him say Michigan, and I didn't emphasize it because I figured you didn't want me to. But apparently, he was on hold earlier, and I missed it. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. But yeah, back to the player we were talking about just then from Michigan. Keon Sapp. I have heard nothing else. Yeah, I've heard nothing else at all about him, but there was some talk that maybe in a clandestine way has already enrolled in Alabama. If you guys I haven't been concentrating too much on that, so so be patient with me. But that is that was out there. Yeah, that one was out there uh, over the weekend. Oh, and Kevin will be back with us this week. Kevin Hagen will be back with us coming up. Kevin in Mule Town says, Bill, I'm calling it right now. I'm calling my shot. Billy Amick will win SEC Player of the Year. He will absolutely destroy Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Signed, Mule Town's own Lindsey Nelson. Yeah, it's named after uh, one of the iconic sports broadcasters in the history of sports broadcasting who's from Mule Town, Tennessee. Lindsey Nelson. 
if you're older, you probably, if you're not from here, you probably will remember Sundays where there would be the Notre Dame highlights in every city. Ours was on Channel 17 here, I believe. I believe. And I would have them on, and it would be Notre Dame, like from the previous game. It was during the football season, during the playing portion. And the voiceover guy, among other things, was Lindsey Nelson from Town. I will say it again. One of the iconic, iconic names in sports broadcasting. Matter of fact, hey, Patton, would you do me a favor? Would you Google... Lindsey Nelson broadcast Notre Dame, something like that, and just pull up a random clip. Can you do that? Yeah, Lindsey Nelson and put Notre Dame broadcast. I don't care what game it is, when it was. He did the Mets. He did uh, national. He did national broadcast. He did everything. He did absolutely everything. Jim and Jupiter, Bill, you are correct. It's only a matter of when Florida State gets out and where they go. Personally, I prefer the SEC because I live in the South and it's a better fit. But I feel that most likely it will be the Big Ten. All of that, as he said, that that that, that part is unclear. I don't think there's any nebulous, anything vague about whether or not eventually they're going to go. I think I think we're well past that debate. Well past. Now this is just a Notre Dame clip. I don't even know which one it is, but the iconic Lindsey Nelson right here. The fifth time since 1960, the number one team in the nation is called on to flash its credentials in the Cotton Bowl Classic. For the second straight year, the label of number one belongs to Texas. All the trappings are here. As I guess the I guess it's 77. Quest for victory yeah. number 31. 77. And Notre Dame, winner of nine straight games in 1970 and averaging more than 500 yards a game in total offense. Almost 40 yards a game more than the high-geared Texas attack. This will be a day when more than 72,000 people jam into the Cotton Bowl as 20 million home television sets turn on and tune in. Easily the largest audience of the bowl season. Yeah, that would be the the Earl Campbell. Does it say there, Pat, am I right? I think that's 77. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought that was the Earl Campbell Notre Dame 77 game. Earlier, okay. Yep, 71. I stand corrected on that. That is the iconic, legendary Lindsey Nelson, who's from... About 30, well, maybe a little further, but about 30, 40 minutes from uh, from the Wilco kiosk in Mule Town, Tennessee. Iconic, to say the least. And went on to be a national broadcaster, world-renowned. In his later days, in his last few years, he lived in an apartment. If you've been to Knoxville, and you've been to Neyland Stadium, and it's right there on the river. If you look across the river, 
you could see houses, kind of. You could see some apartments. You can see condos. I think there's a there's a hospital over there. There's the bridge that goes over. Lindsey Nelson, I was reading, in his last years, moved back to Rocky Top. Again, he's from Columbia, Mule Town. And had a condo there where he would sit out and he'd read newspaper, do whatever. But he would also listen to the crowds at Neyland Stadium during football games. Or, I don't know, I'm trying to visualize. I've been to Lindsey Nelson Field. I had not been there in a while. But can you see that from the other bank? I mean, if you were up in one of those condos. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. And obviously you can't see into Neyland Stadium from over there. But that's where he spent his last couple of years upon retirement was was there. I don't know. Does, does Kevin in Mule Town, does he know where Lindsey Nelson uh, If I'm ever in Mule Town, I would drive by just to see his childhood home. I would. Or is that now bulldoze and it's some big neighborhood modernized neighborhood i don't know yeah i'd run I, in retirement i'd run the lindsey nelson museum that's what i'd do all right we'll get the break coming right back omni nashville hotel Good morning. The TDOT was moving a minor wreck just a few minutes ago on 24 westbound, just past Haywood Lane. It's finally starting to build up through there right now on 24 and through Antioch coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. Watch for some radar I-40 out into Wilson County this morning. Same thing in Dixon County as well. They're being a little bit sneaky out there on 40 around 840 with some radar. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all their locations. Order online anytime today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HDTVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland. And Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. spends more time staring at depth charts than any man in any universe ever. It's Bill King. Now, I, the external pressures on, you know, that are put on these guys to play before they're ready, I think is distasteful. I mean, Brock Bowers is a guy that's going to play if he can. I mean, he played through injury his freshman year. Uh, he played through a groin injury earlier this year. I mean, this guy's literally given his left nut. So let him heal and play what he can. Hey, Bill, mark the tape. Well, we did. We did mark the tape. That's why you heard that right there. That was Griff. Griff will be with us tomorrow. My Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation. Kevin Hagan will be back with us this week on Friday. Jay Book has said, now I'm not locked it in, but last week he said he could go this Thursday. So I hope to get Jay Book. He is uh, verbally committed how does that work in recruiting? Yeah, verbally. He's verbally committed to doing the show on Thursday. Top of our number three. That'd be Jay Book. That would be, if you don't know him, Jonah Booker. Johnny Vegas says, Bill, Clemson's offense. This is year two under Coach Bakich at Clemson, and I watched uh, on and off a couple of their games over the weekend. I'm a big fan. Clemson is a really it's, – it's a baseball program that's coming. Who was the coach, the iconic coach there? Jack Leggett, right? It's it's Clemson's on the way back. Last year they showed that. Says they scored 33 runs in their three-game series, in their three games, I should say, over the weekend. 33 runs. Johnny Vegas also points out that South Carolina, which at times last year was pretty wicked, Pitched a combined no-hitter yesterday. That'd be the Gamecocks. Gamecock baseball 
over the weekend. I did. I sat around. Now, not like it's the love of college football, but I, I perused various games. I bet UCLA yesterday, and I bet Iowa, so that was a wash. Iowa got beat by Xavier. They were playing over in, where were they playing? Charleston, South Carolina, I think. In that weather over there. And then I bet UCLA later, and they swept Gonzaga. UCLA's a good good baseball program. Yeah, I bet them. I bet Friday night, Tony Vols. I bet Friday Vanderbilt and got lucky to win that game. Again, Vanderbilt was down in the ninth, 11-9. to and I believe with two outs. Maybe maybe they – I think it was with two outs. Came back and won the game. So Patton says, yes, it was. Wow. Yeah, I got lucky. Uh, yeah, I bet the Vandy boys, I bet Kentucky one of the games over the weekend. Bet Clemson over the weekend. Can't remember. Did I? I know I bet the the loser. I bet I won Sunday. That was a loser. I bet them Saturday. That was a winner. Yeah, I'd have to go back and check. Topwater Assassin Bill Coastal had over thirty runs, but went one and two. Well, that's because they won game one, and Tom was there. They won that first game twenty six to nothing, and then they lost to Indiana and Duke. And Duke has some dudes, man. I mean, you think about Duke, they've got some arms. Johnny Johnny Vegas said they may have, and I think this is what he said, the best bullpen out there. Now, when you think of Duke, is that what you think? But, hey, dudes, dudes don't have to only go to the uh, baseball royalty places. Yeah, du- dudes can be anywhere. You ever, if you've ever had a baseball team, if you've ever had a, uh, let's say you were part, a flunky coach like I was on a, a travel baseball team of some sort, and you go into a town to play a tournament or a team, and it's from a town that's not known for much of a population, and you think this is just going to be a bunch of bumpkins down here, and then you get out there and it's a bunch of dudes, Right? How many of you have experienced that? Yeah, you get out there and those country boys are big and bad, right? That's not the way you stereotype them. And and I think I see that so much in baseball. You can see that in any sport. But in baseball, yeah, we're going to this little town. They can't have any dudes. And you get out there and go, oh, my God. That 12-year-old 6'1". <laughs> And he's not clumsy either. Or how about, have you ever had a team, a baseball team, where it was around 13U or 14U? And that's when dudes start turning into, like, men. The ones that that mature early, remember, everybody matures at a different point. But the ones that mature early, that could be when they're 13 or 14. You could have a guy, on a a 14U team, you could have a guy who's, Looks like he's eight, right? You could also have a guy that looks like he's 21. 
He's 14, he's 6'1", and he's got a full beard if he wants to, right? He could grow a ZZ Top beard if he wanted to. Save the gray hair. If you've ever had a team that's around 13, 14, 15, right in there, but let's just say 14U, and it's baseball, so you can see everybody, right? You're not all uniformed up like you are with your equipment and football with a helmet and everything. There could be a guy on the same roster who is could pass for a fifth grader. There could be a guy that looks so mature he could walk into a store and buy boots. He looks 22. Balls of steel coming up after the top of the hour. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Traffic volume still a little bit lighter than normal, but still some volume over here now on 65 southbound. Trying to get down past Trinity Lane. It's starting to increase with a little bit more volume as you come up through the Hickory Hollow area on 24 westbound. Coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. Lots of radar in Rutherford County this morning. We saw a little bit earlier in parts of Wilson County as well down I-40. Be careful. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. Check them out at Tomahawk Crane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FNM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. 
healthy life. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. The old BCS computer runs on diesel fuel and dreams. We know this because it lives in Bill King's garage. Bill King Show, brought to you by the palatial, lovely, um, Nashville Hotel. Coin Playboy down in Athens, GA. Bill, as a kid growing up in Chattanooga, I watched the Notre Dame highlights with Lindsey Nelson on Sunday back when Joe Theismann was the QB. He said, I also watched NFL films with John Facinda, a.k.a. the voice of God. Remember now on Joe Theismann, his name was Joe Theismann. No, I'm not making that up. Sports information, the year that he was a Heisman candidate, early 70s, brought him in and said, we're changing your name to Theisman. To go with Theisman for Heisman. Did you know that story? It's true. From what I remembered, and... and Years ago, we had him on the show. Really, really nice guy. But he said, yes, I was told by somebody in the SID department back in the early 70s that it's going to be Theisman, which rhymes with Heisman. I think his year, and you guys check me on that, Jim Plunkett won it at Stanford. I believe that's the case. Bean count me on that, though. Yes. Ags and strolls down on the Texas Gulf Coast. Says, morning. Check out the Ags in baseball. Outscoring McNeese 31-1 to in the three-game series. Swept this weekend. Those three lefty starters I mentioned Friday all hurled a gym gigum. That is certainly a team that can find its way to Omaha. 
And we're in mid-February. I'm not trying to get Omaha conquered today. I'm just saying, if you want to throw out names that are potential Omaha names, again, potential, that would be one of them. And Coach Slosh is a fantastic coach. Topwater assassin over in South Carolina. Bill, I was listening to some guys that cooked a dinner for the Montana football team. They weren't into sports, but the biggest takeaway was that while all of them were big, some looked like kids and others looked like they had been supporting a family of four for ten years. That's that Grizzly, uh, that's Kevin Hagan's other team, the Montana Grizzlies. Said some of them looked like kids, some of them looked like men who had families and had been uh, with that family for quite some time. Well, that, that's going back to what we were talking about back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. L-Dog says, Bill, this young man, Bryce, is it Clavin? Was my quarterback for my youth football teams. He's committed to Georgia baseball, and he had several collegiate quarterback offers. He's also a shortstop. Needless to say, I was the Kirby Smart of youth football with all the talent that I had. Yeah, you, you, youth football man, you got a dude. Uh, it's. <laughs> On that level, L-Dog, it's truly players, not plays, right? You didn't have to trick up the, the, the play call sheet, did you? Yeah, you, you L-Dog down in Peachtree City had dudes on his little league teams where the play call sheet didn't even matter. Who cares about the play call sheet? Get it to dude over here. That's truly, you know how we talk about when you get to college, don't overthink it when you're in the red zone. Think players, not plays. L-Dog, L-Dog did that for every game, every play. Think players, not plays. That's funny. No, that's, that's, that's funny. But it's interesting, L-Dog, to have players and then see where they end up going, right? See how they progress and and who goes on to play what sport and the, here's another interesting thing about little league stuff and i think in general it's all overrated because i've been part of it with seven kids literally but it's interesting to watch all the way into junior high and then the sport they ultimately excel in is not what you thought. Or it might be a sport that they've yet to play. Have you noticed that too? It might be a sport where by the time they're 12, they haven't even started playing it yet. Now, you don't, you don't have to start playing football at an early age. Not at all. If you're going to be a baseball dude, you probably should. I'm not saying you have to play travel team when you're eight. But you ought to start pretty early. Same with basketball, unless you're just a crazy 6'8 freak. Right? Football, you do not have to play when you're 10, 11, 12 to be good when you're 16. Not the case at all. 
If you're a dude, you're a dude. Absolutely not the case. The pro football players from around here that have sons, so many of them did not have their kids play until 8th grade or something. Maybe. They knew. Football's an easy burnout sport, too. You have to be really careful. Balls of steel coming up. Go ahead and load them up. <laughs> 